You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. The Big Shiny Robot Podcast is brought to you by the Bohemian Brewery. This is Nick. This is Lucas. This is John. This is Tom. This is Tyson. And you're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you need a place to drink some good coffee and read comics, Watchtower Cafe is the place for you. The cool thing about Watchtower is it's not just a coffee shop with comic books. It's a great place that lets the geek community in Utah hang out and get together. Go check them out at 1588 South State and tell them Big Shiny Robot sent you. Sounds of laughter, audible conversation, talking to each other. Birds chirping. It's the Big Shiny Podcast, y'all. Or Big Shiny Robot Podcast. I called it by the old name. This is going to be so bad. Oh, the branding wizard is coming for you. So why is it the last couple times we record at your house, it ends up just being you, me, and John? I don't know. I feel like... Maybe Nick and Lucas think your house is smelly. Maybe. Dicks. Maybe they don't like Joe. I don't get what Lucas is doing. He's still in town. Going to a Ghostbuster barbecue. I think they're starting up like a new local Ghostbusters club thing. New Virgins of Utah. Why? Why would you schedule it on a podcast night? I don't don't know. I'm missing a Street Fighter tournament. Yeah, I feel like we gave him plenty of notice. Why don't we get invited to the Ghostbuster barbecue? I love Ghostbusters. Suddenly, because we don't have a fucking knockoff Air Force jumpsuit and a big proton pack, we can't barbecue now. So I don't spend my days buying. Oh, shit. What are they called? I'm spacing. Point is, fuck you, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, have fun camping or whatever you're doing. What are um, they called now? I think he's just, did you hear about his car? No, what happened to his car? His engine like exploded, like the block cracked. Well, what? Yeah. I don't know that why. That new car? No, his, uh, his, his Subaru. His wife's new car is fine. Yeah, his, his, his Subaru. His Subaru, yeah, his uh, Outback like exploded. Didn't he get a new one? Like, no. Six no, that, months ago? No. That's uh, Emily got a new something like a Ford or Toyota or something. Wait, shit. who are we talking about right Nick now? Nick Marks. Oh, oh, sorry. You know, I thought we were. On, I thought we were on Lucas still. Oh no, uh, no. He, Lucas's he car, car is gonna blow up because he didn't invite us to his Ghostbuster. He said wife about. and then Emily, and I. I got very confused. Oh. I, it's like her name's Danielle. They're not married. That you know of. <laughs> I don't know. I, I seem to be the go-to minister for secret weddings you are the secret wedding official wait are they married no no but i i I signed the papers for nick and emily like nine months before they told anybody yeah and then they had their housewarming party and then was like oh by the way we're married but i missed it so yeah and then lucas showed me up because before their party like i couldn't make it but i took over uh an orchid to like you know housewarming gift thing And then Lucas showed up with like a whole fucking tree and planted it in their backyard. So. Oh, I'd be both you guys. I don't bring shit. <laughs> I showed the fuck up is what happened. I also, I had met Nick one time. Yeah. And yeah. he invited me and I was should, unable to attend, but. <laughs> I like that. You should have given him. I was the, unable to attend. You should have given him the gift of John. I don't, I don't buy gifts for people I've known my whole life. Yeah. I just forget about it. I'm a horrible wedding. The, the gifts aren't, gifts aren't necessary. I still haven't got my sister a wedding gift yet. Well, well, I think it's probably when was she married? It's like it's like two months ago. Yeah, you're, oh, good. Okay. you're clear. Yeah, you're clear. Like I'd say within thirty days, you should maybe at least. Oh, it's a year. Based on what you told us, she's not going to remember. Just say, yeah, no, I got you. You know. Oh thing. no, she's super organized. She for sure has a list. She, she knows that you didn't. Me and my brother that. have discussed gifts for quite some time. And just haven't pulled the trigger on anything. And there's for sure so, a spreadsheet that has you know how your parents two are always, open spaces next to my and my brother's oh, name. You Jesus know how your Christ. parents are always like, your gift forever is us putting you through 
treatment. rehab and yeah. treatment or whatever, right? Yeah. You should be the gift to your siblings is that you show up to all their functions sober. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Damn it. I'm just trying to help you out, man. Like, yeah, no, I mean, try, try to see if that's like a revolving door. You can use it both ways. All right. So this is the video games episode. It is. So Tom. So, <laughs> all right. So man. hold on. We got to start this off. You went to Evo again. I did. Third year in a row? Uh, Third yeah. year, not third year in a row. Oh, I had okay. to miss a year because my car exploded. Okay. So third so, year going. Yeah. And I always like to start your Evo conversations with asking what place you took. So, because it's always ridiculous. I four thousand. No, so I did really bad this year. Um, I was in a pool that I should have won, and I choked, and it was really bad. And I might have. Tom, no one wants your excuses. I want the number. Uh, like dead last. Okay, like I did not give win me, a match. Give me a number. Uh, Two thousand six hundred and twenty-eight. Yes. <laughs> I really um, appreciate what you do, Tom, and I and I support it fully. But no, I also got to give you shit. For it, it. it was a big learning experience for me. Like, not excuses aside. Like, I so my match was at eight p.m. The day started at eight a.m. and I was coaching a lot of the people in the Salt Lake scene and like talking them through their matches and watching their matches. So I was on the showroom floor for twelve hours before I played, and our flight got delayed the night before, so we didn't get to Vegas till like two o'clock in the morning. So, well, I feel like I, I was as a gaming like competitive gaming athlete sure you should have said hey i need to rest up for my match I, I should have and i didn't and my mental stamina was not where it should have been and i feel like that's on you sir it was, it was totally on me next time you need to get you know you get your full eight hours yep you need to hydrate mm -hmm. you need to eat some pasta mm -hmm. oh, that's a good idea Pasta's <laughs> can we can we play when we're done podcasting yeah, yeah. I don't play fighting games at all, but Let's now play I'm, some injustice after I'm this. feeling yeah. good. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. confident. We feel, feel pretty good. That 2,000 but whatever. You can feel you can beat the 2,600 yeah. something ranked person in the world. Yeah. I'll take on that challenge. Yeah, he's gonna whoop both our ass. What, I'm what, sure. What, 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 and so yeah, what's frustrating is the people in my pool. So the way it works is like you're putting a pool of 10 people. I checked all of those people before I went. All of them, I'm ranked in the top 10,000 in the world online. They were all ranked 100,000 below that. But the person I was playing against was doing stupid, random fucking shit that I knew they were going to do. But I was like so mentally flustered that I just let it happen. Okay, so Tom, next, what, next, like, year, next year, what I'll does do that better. mean? Like you were expecting yoga fire and you did yoga flames? No, like I was. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, do you guys play poker? Do you play chess? I don't know. Like, yeah, oh yeah. Poker, yeah. Imagine playing, trying to play mind games with somebody that doesn't understand that mind games exist. Okay. Right. So like I was trying to metagame this person and like push them into making mistakes, but they don't play that way because they don't understand how that works. So they were just doing the same shit. And I kept going, okay, they're not going to do the same shit seven times, so I'm going to force them to make a mistake and destroy them. And then they would do the same shit again and be like, and I'd be like, what the fuck? So it was on me. Like, I should have acknowledged that they were going to do the same three things and just run them See, over. And that's that's kind of the funny thing. Of, like, So to go back, kind of, to use poker as an analogy, yeah. right? Um, I remember, like, you guys remember when, like, the World Series of Poker was, like, a big fucking deal for still, three months? Yeah, like, still is. I okay. was watching at the gym today. Okay, so, you know, that's out there. But, I mean, it was a big deal, like, mm -hmm. several years ago, right? Right. And so, and then like I've gone out to Wendover and played in poker tournaments just for fun. Like mm -hmm. nothing crazy. It's not like I signed up for anything. We just happened to go to Wendover that weekend. Yeah. It's a tournament I, day. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah dropped totally. in some cash for a tournament, right? My favorite part is like those people that show up and they've got the fucking sunglasses and hoodie up, right? right. They think they're some sort of professional fucking poker right. playing baller, right? And you sit down at the table and here's the thing. I understand poker. 
and I understand the game. But if you pull a hand, you you don't know the percentage. Exactly. Like, I don't know it that well, yeah, right? Yeah, but you understand how to play. But this asshole does, right? Right. So my thing is, is I know enough to be dangerous, but I'm also like, right. okay, I've got these two cards in my hand, and that's what they drew, you know, because it's usually Texas Hold'em. It's like, hey, you know, I got a pretty good hand. And then I beat that asshole that's taking it way too seriously, that knows all the fucking percentages and everything. And he's like, I can't, why would you stay in on a queen too? It's like, yeah. well, because they drew a queen too on the, the, the fucking Because pole. it was only like, $7 to see the flop exactly, when I did. Exactly, yeah. So, and, and they, they take it way too seriously because yeah. they know the percentage, but they expect me to play a certain way. Right. Because that's like the competitive way to play and poker. Here's but right. also it all comes down to luck. And I'm, I'm not oh, saying well. fighting games comes down to luck at all. But at the same time, like if someone's got a certain strategy that you're not used to, and it maybe isn't like a yeah. normal strategy. The the point is they still beat you. And right? if you and if you don't adapt to that strategy and lose, it's your fault. Right. And and, that, and that's what happened. To not me. just luck. Going back to the poker thing, but it's like if you want to play where that stuff matters, you need to be playing like high stakes yep. poker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. When you, you are playing Wendover two and, four poker, yeah. like you are gonna get a bunch of people who are mm-hmm. gonna wait till the river every well, time. And, and if you're if you're really that good at the game, you should be able to mentally acknowledge that. You should be able to look and go and hey, adapt. This person is here for a bachelor party. Yeah. yeah. They're not a pro. They might have stayed in on queen too. If I don't have a blazing hand that's a 90% win, I should probably walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the thing, because I know I I probably the people that you're talking about playing in your in your pool mm-hmm. are probably people like me, right? Like because I right. I feel like they know enough about the game. They probably work with a handful of characters that they like. Right. They know their moves. But that's but it. I don't know frame rates. Exactly. I don't know like when to block. You know, I don't know how all that stuff works. Right. But you and I have played before and I'll beat you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like. I'm, I'm no, not saying, he, well, didn't, he didn't like that. Oh, you well, won't no, beat no, me no. again. Well, no, no, no. You have beat like, me. I'm just saying like if Tom and I, at least in the old Injustice game. Yeah, yeah, If yeah, you yeah. played 10 games in a row, oh, you'll, you'll beat me, you'll beat me nine out of 10. Right, not an injustice. You'll probably go either. Either okay. In Street Fighter, I might beat you one out of twenty, possibly. But the point is, I'm gonna get lucky one time, and I'm gonna throw some shit at you that you're not expecting. That I'm probably not even sure what I'm doing, and get lucky. Yeah. So I think there's that aspect of the game that you always have to take into account, right? Because even you know the the competitive gaming stuff. Anything we do, there is a certain percentage of luck that falls into it, Mm -hmm. and so some little asshole that knows the moves of someone but doesn't know Mm -hmm. frame rates. You're not expecting it. You haven't gotten enough sleep that night. Your head's not in the game, and right. they're able to pull one well, over on you. And I think it's a, I think it's a, a, an important lesson that you have to be mentally ready for that kind of shit. And I think for me that was because last year. So to, to counterpoint it, so last year I actually won my first three matches and then lost two. Mm-hmm. So there was six thousand entrants last year, and I got in the top fifty percent. This year there's twenty six hundred entrants, and I just got bopped. Right. Yeah. My buddy who last year went zero and two just got bopped he got in the top 200 and he's my practice partner. Mm. So, and the only difference between the two of us at that point. <laughs> yeah. We, dude, we, yeah, play, we play 20 just, hours a week. It just sounds funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like, dude, only, when we've come over here, like he'll have stuff up on his computer screen. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, what the fuck are you looking so at? What do you do? You just get like online and you and play yeah, and then we, we go to, back and we, watch the footage. We get together every Wednesday. Okay. And we play from six to nine. Um, we watch tournaments on the weekends and dissect them. So like, if like, so I play a character called Ibuki. She's a ninja. She's fucking awesome. And there are a lot. Of, Ibuki is considered one of the top five characters in the game right now. So there, I mean, arguably she might be the best in the game. I don't believe that, but she could be. 
So there are a lot of really good players playing her right now. So we will watch a tournament, and if we see somebody do something, we're like, why did they do that? We'll actually pause it and go look up why they did something and like analyze like that type of stuff. Like that's what we're trying to figure that's out. That's crazy. And he does that with his character, Dalsim. Um, yeah, so I we know. play that Yoga Flame. Yoga Flame, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, you I you should see he played so Balrog is in the game, of course. He's the boxer, he is, right? Yep. And yeah. he's all about rush. He's all about get in your face, do damage. And Dalsim is about keep away. He keeps you out. And I watched him mentally break somebody at Evo, and it was incredible. Like you actually saw the moment where the guy was like, fuck this dude, I'm going in. And then the dude just lost everything. Well, I think anytime you're, you're so, competing, like even just friend between. So I've got just a quick anecdote, and then I've also got a question. Yeah, you're good. I've got a question for you about Evo. But like, so we, I know we'll talk about it later, but we were playing that card game. Uh huh. What, what was it? Ultimate uh, Universal, Universal Fighting, Fighting System. System. Yeah. So we were playing that. So first round, you and I, you're teaching me how to play, essentially. I mean, we're right. playing yeah. and I'm trying to compete, but I'm also asking you questions mm -hmm. that may or may not give away my hands. Right. So, so like I can learn, right? Second time around, I'm still asking questions, but I know a little bit more now, right? Right. And in my head, I'm like, I want to beat you, right? Because that's the whole point of the game. That's yeah. like the whole, that's Winning the whole is, fun thing. That's why you play right? games, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, but there's a certain like mental state because I'm new to the game. And so like I get that really competitive nature about me, right? So I think that goes with anything. I mean, you have to be in the right mental state to be competing. Joe. Sorry, guys, um, my dogs are being. So my question me. is, you brought this up about, and I know we have like an agenda and you've got questions yeah, yeah. and stuff you want to get through, but Evo, you mentioned last year there were how many? Uh, 5,600. And there were half that this year? Yes. Why? Because last year at Evo, Street Fighter V was new. Okay. It had only been out, so it came out in February 2016. Evo was in July, so it had only been out four or five months. So people think they can like hedge their bets and like maybe. Hit well, and just more people are into it, right? Like people right. are like, oh, this game is so sick. I'm super into it. I've been playing it for a few months. And then they go to a tournament like Evo and they may not understand like the assholes like me who sit and this is our life. Like, like my, my life essentially revolves around Big Shiny Robot, my job, my wife, and Street Fighter. Like those are the four things that I think about, right? And so then they realize like, oh man, these people play hundreds of hours. I play a couple hours. So then they're like, well, I don't like losing. I just got wrecked. So they I'm think, not coming back. So it seems to me like they think the first year the game comes out, they think their odds are a little better because in their head, people, everyone's only had three months, right? Yeah. And they just don't know. What they don't realize is that they've been casually playing, even if they're playing every day, they put in two hours a day, right? That's right. not that much because... All the other more, more serious players are putting in, like you said, 40 hours a week, like a full-time job, yeah. if not more, to learn the game over those three well, months. And, and it's totally skewed. It. And then the, after the game has been out for a while, then it's like, well, people have gotten really good at this game now. I'm just a casual so, player. I'm not even going to try. Well, and it also take into account, too, that like fighting games have, they're called, the term is fundamentals. It's essentially like shit that is true in all fighting games. When and, to block, when to counter. Yeah, and all of that stuff has been around for 15 to 20 years. So there are people that play Street Fighter V now competitively. Joe, hey. Send me to go outside. Yeah, I think you need to go outside, right, yeah. I got as long as that front gate's closed, you can just <laughs> yeah. keep them out the front door. Um, sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Joe has thoughts on Street Fighter. Um, tripod Joe. Tripod is all about the punch and the kicking. But so there are people that are playing competitively that are sponsored athletes that honest to God, I've been playing fighting games professionally for 20 years. Right. So, so speaking yeah. of sponsored though, yeah. so I think that, that's a good segue into Taquito and Punk. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is pretty cool. So here's a rundown of why this is an important match. So Tokido, if you want to talk about people that have been playing professional fighting games for 20 years, that's Tokido. 
Um, he's from Japan. He's been playing, and he's good at everything. Like, he's not just a Street Fighter player. He's known for King of Fighters. He's known for Marvel a little bit. He's known for every Street Fighter since Third Strike. He can compete in most of the Yeah, it, he's the type of guy that picks up a fighting game, and he will beat most people, right? He's really good. He hasn't won Evolution, which Evolution, so... If you look into like competitive fighting games, there's a lot of different tournaments. There's actually at this point probably a tournament every weekend. But and Capcom has the Pro Tour, which in December they do a huge pot tournament, and the top 32 ranked players in the world. Um, the gate was closed, right? Yes. Cool. Sorry, paranoia. Hope so. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> so the top 32 players in the world, point wise, compete for half a million dollars. Um, but Evo is the biggest open bracket tournament in the world. So that means it has like 2,600 people registering for Street Fighter V is five times most tournaments. Does open entry. bracket mean just anybody, anybody can, can enter? Yep. You don't have to like do a pre-tournament exactly. and, and qualify. And almost all Street Fighter tournaments are open bracket. Anybody can pay the fee and play. So Tokido has been playing for years. He hasn't won Evolution since I think 2010. Or maybe he took second. Like it's been about 10 years since he's won. And he's always come like top 16, top eight, top 20. Like he's never been there. Punk was a garbage at this at fighting games two years ago. He's an American player out of New Jersey. He played online a lot with Street Fighter 4. He was bad. He was like, people made fun of him because he was so bad. He didn't lose a match at Evo until grand finals. I'm not talking like a, like a best of two. He didn't lose so a single match. So he was bad going into this as well? No, no, no. Or he was bad he, two years ago and he worked he his ass off. Yeah, he and, showed up at tournaments probably like close to the end of last year. Like he, he'd been like people have been seeing him at tournaments and he was getting like top 32, top 64. And then he like showed up. I can't remember which tournament it was. He showed up and just started fucking people up and just winning. Like ruthlessly winning. He's like the Rocky of. Yeah, it's insane. Like, (laughs) and like, he is like, I mean, like the Japanese are like, this guy's a robot. They don't understand how he's so good because he's just, he's, he's, everything he does is optimized and perfect. The dude's insane. So, but Tokido beat him. So, so the, what makes the story better? So, Punk goes to Evo, doesn't lose a single match in the grand finals. And so, like, you know, you, you play best of, Best of three, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't lose. You know, you can lose. You can lose one and still win the two and win. He didn't lose at all. He put Tokido into losers, and Tokido came back in grand finals and crushed him. It yeah. was the sickest thing I've ever seen, and it was stuff like, basically, when they were interviewing Tokido at the end, they were like, you know, hey, how did you do this? Like, we saw you play Punk yesterday, and he he ran a train on you. He demolished you, and Tokido's like, well, his main character is Kareen. My best friend is Mago, who is one of the best cranes in the world out of Japan. He goes, I, I played with Mago, and I watched Punk's matches, and I dissected him, and then I crushed him. It was so sick. So so did Tokido switch character? Nope. Is that, is that what he... No? He no, just, he played Akuma the whole time. So he just dissected strategy and... And demolished him. Damn. And on it was it was incredible. And the, That's thing, that cool. was, the thing that was crazy is Punk, like everybody thought Punk was going to win it. Like as soon like I didn't dawn on me. People were like, who do you think is gonna win it? I was like, oh, I'm not really sure. And then I saw Punk playing. I'm like, oh, I forgot he's here. Yeah, he wins. Like everybody, ha- I'm sure everybody had money on him. And him losing, like it was crazy because like you could see it crushed him as a person because he should have won. 
but it was pretty amazing too to see the community reach out to him like um so his his gamer tag is after cm punk the professional wrestler mm -hmm. yeah. the professional wrestler did a twitter video with his dog tagging him and was like hey bro i'm sorry you lost i think you're really great cheer up that's cool like, like everybody reached out to him all the community reached out a lot of japanese players like so his he's told people his favorite player is a guy named bon chan out of japan and bon chan like wrote him a really nice long message and had somebody translate it and give it to him that's really cool like su just super cool and that's a cool community and I dude like it. fuck oh. man that match Punk so anyway it was it was really incredible and like it was crazy because they do like pre-match interviews and every interview was like who at this tournament who at this tournament are you worried about and every single top japanese player went punk 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 like, all of them were just like he's gonna fucking crush me and he did he crushed everybody and tokido was able to sort of that which i thought was really cool that's cool and punk is young i think he's only like 22 years old Damn. His mom and his aunt were like in the crowd, like going crazy screaming for him. It was, it was really neat. So it was the best, it was the best fighting game tournament I've ever been to. It was the best Evo I've been to. Um, there yeah, was just the, super crazy shit happening the whole time. It was super fun. So were you there? Like I in, mean, you in witnessed this? Yeah, like yeah we were... went. So the way the tournament works is the first two days are pools. Um, and it's just like on a big convention room floor. And then the last day is in it's in the mandalay bay arena oh yeah my mic keeps doing the thing it's anyway <laughs> it's in the mandalay bay arena like where they hold ufc john just became our audio engineer. yeah thank you john oh no it's, it's, it's gonna slide but i'm watching my levels on all right okay um so yeah so we watched the whole thing top eight started at about 7 p.m it's about three hours long it was on espn too oh so you really? can watch it on espn holy shit um that's a big deal yeah it was really fun it was um we I don't think anyone from Evil listened to this, but uh, you can bring water bottles in. So we brought in water bottles of vodka. And like you do. Just had a great night. It was cool. super fun. Well, dude, I love hearing your Evil so, stories. I would love to go with you sometime just to experience it. Dude, like it sounds like a lot of fun. It's worth the trip to Vegas. Like, man. and like, I would love just so to just to enter just for shits and giggles and just get the shit kicked out of me because I know that's what would happen. But but, just to play. Yeah, just to play. Just to say. What is I've the What is the trash talking rules? Oh, dude, there aren't. Well, there there aren't really any. And we, so this is a good story. So our buddy, his name is um, Richard and he's really, really good Zangief player. And he was playing a guy out of Southern California. And by the time he was playing this guy, we were all out of the tournament. So we were just hanging out watching our friends play. So he was playing against this guy who's pretty decently known. And anytime he would like get a, like get like a spinning pile driver on the guy, get a hit, we would all be like, yeah. And like cheering. And like it flustered the guy to the point where he like got mad at us. Like he was legit pissed oh, off. Yeah. And like it got under his skin and he was like, you guys are dicks. And we're like, yep, you're going to fucking lose. Like the shit talk is so good. Well, there. here's the thing though. Like, I mean, there's always all this talk about, uh, you know, competitive gaming being on the same level as mm -hmm. any professional sport. Right. I'm down with it. Yep. But guess what? When the jazz go to fucking LA, they get booed. Yeah, they get booed, yeah. but they, they power through. So yep. if you can't handle someone cheering against you, then fucking, especially like, like this isn't like you have the, the entire out. arena cheering. It was six dudes. Yeah, it was six Now dudes. we may have been a little drunk, yeah. but so we weren't like, if I were them. to go there and sign up and play. Yeah. Okay. So let's say, let's say you and I end up in the same <laughs> point. Like, yeah. He's Zangief. But you yeah. should understand that, like, even though he's bad guy, he's not, not bad. Exactly. And Zangief is so much fun to so watch. So my strategy is going to be: I want to sit right behind you and lean forward a little bit into your ear and play from there. I'm not going to touch you. Okay, you can't do that. Oh damn it! Yeah, that would be. I think they would stop that. <laughs> 
All right, so let's switch gears a little bit. Let's yep. talk about um, Marvel versus Capcom or McCormick said Rhea I. <laughs> God, I hate autocorrect so I much. I so confused. So my favorite McCormick spice, personally, is garlic and herb. I, mm. I fucking love it. Um, also, they have got like a premium steakhouse one oh, that's yeah. really good. That, I like, like their Montreal. Yeah, Montreal's mm. good, too. What about you, John? What's your favorite McCormick spice? I was actually going to talk about my favorite Rhea's. <laughs> what's your favorite Rhea? Uh, what's her name from Back to the Future? Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I was hoping you'd do her. Yeah. Um, okay, but uh, MVC uh, Infinite yeah. um, comes out September 18th. September 18th. 2017. They've been steadily doing character reveals and everything. Yep. Um, at San Diego Comic Con, they revealed Spider Man, Hagar, Frank West, and Gamora. Uh, with some gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, so I've watched it. Uh, Spider-Man generally to me looks, I mean, like Spider-Man in the yeah, previous Hagar games. Hagar from like, like Final Fight. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. He has yeah. a projectile where he picks up barrels and he can carry them around. That's cool. <laughs> it's fucking nice. great. But I noticed he's still got his pipe yeah, oh yeah. For, got, from got the, the previous pipe. games. He's still wearing uh, overalls with one oh, yeah. undone. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. Classic. But uh, Spider-Man has still got a lot of the same moves. Uh, you know, web him up, swing him over your head and stuff yeah. like that. Did a lot you see of his, level three, his level three super though? I didn't. I didn't so see the level three super. he like does something to kick him and stun him and then he's like flying at them and all of these green goblin bombs are coming at him and he scoops them all up in his web and then dunks them onto him and oh, blows cool. them up. It's super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. He looks but, really fun. Yeah, they look the whole game just looks really fucking fun. Oh my fun. god. Um I will say this, uh it seems like and now much to John's chagrin uh there's no X-Men characters. So Correct. there's no, no X-Men, there's no, no Deadpool. Fox characters. Yeah, there's no Fox. No yeah, Fantastic Four. Yeah, no Fantastic Four, which sucks. Well, they didn't have Fantastic Four in the MVC3. No, they didn't. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like but um, Gamora very much seems like the Deadpool replacement. Uh, yeah. A lot of like her gunplay and everything, which probably means I'm going to have Gamora in my lineup in one way or another. Um, but that does kind of like, I didn't really even think about that until you brought it up, John, that the lack of x-men characters i mean that kind of sucks on the last game was very heavy yeah, you had you had wolverine magneto, Jean magneto, Grey. yeah cable yeah yeah great characters yeah yeah so i think i mean and we've talked about the x-men thing before but i think it's because of fox right they're trying to suffocate them and they're also trying to promote like their current franchises I've also noticed a trend with Capcom. They are really relying on like ancillary franchises for character development. So like in Street Fighter V, they just released Abigail, who was a head boss of the Mad Gear Gang in Final Fight. And he's fucking great. And then they've got like, you know, Hagar. Um, they're dipping into Darkstalkers um, for, uh, for Marvel. They announced Jetta from Darkstalkers. Morgan's making a return. Um, if there's anybody listening in Japan, Darkstalkers is Vampire Savior. Um, I hope we have one Japan listener. It's like, oh, fucking thank you. I was thank you. I no idea what Darkstalkers is, but I know what VSAV is. All I right, mean, cool. so far the lineup looks awesome. Oh, I'm but there's definitely a a lack. It's and I did, again until John brought it up. I'm like, where's Cyclops? I mean, I know he wasn't in the last one, but he was in NBC. He was too. in two, and this is a lot more similar to two than it is three. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the Marvel lineup, it is very much. We are promoting our films. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. And I think they're going to focus on that. Now, they are doing seasons, right? Just like they did with Street Fighter. So maybe we'll get some So we will get season one DLC, season two. And I think maybe in a few, you know, maybe in a couple of years, we may see some X-Men. But I think they're probably going to pull into deeper into, like, the Resident Evil world, the 
Marvel world. Which will, for me, kind of turn me off, but I'm one person out of a million right. that are going to be playing, right? Because I'm not f- super familiar with those franchises. That being said, one of my favorite things about MVC3 was watching people just absolutely wreck people with Jean Grey. Yeah. Because I was not a good enough player to ever oh, utilize I, I Jean Grey. You know Dark Phoenix won Mar- uh, yeah. Evo this year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, and, and two years ago too, I think. Uh, yeah, it was F champ. So Filipino champ Ryan Ramirez was one of the first people to figure out. Well, actually, I'm sorry, Viscant, you were the first person to really tap into Gene Gray. But like F champ and Viscant were like the two first pro gamers to really like bring out the Dark Phoenix tech. And it's it's mean. Like well, Dark Phoenix is a fucking beast. Yeah, and that's the thing is, I never understood the Gene Gray character in that that game because I was like, she's weak as shit. Like, yeah. what's, the, what's the fucking point? And then I watched videos online of people Dark Phoenix. Yep. And I was like, you just oh, have okay, to get I level get three and yeah. then almost die. Yeah, and exactly. then shit gets real tough. Yeah, exactly. So so that's kind of a bummer that you're kind of missing that type of character where you better have some fucking amazing skills to but, play. Her. Uh, I mean, I, but that thing is like the game isn't out yet. And I think there are still characters like that. They just haven't shown them all and they haven't revealed the whole lineup. Yeah, yet, they right? haven't. They haven't. Um, we've got two months. There's going to be more character reveals. I think. Wouldn't it be cool if there was like a last couple spots for Marvel and they reveal them all at once and it's like a couple X-Men just, you know, yeah, I, together. I That'd don't cool. think there will be X-Men. So there was a big, so there was a big hubbub be cool, um, in the fighting game community because people were bitching about no X-Men and um, Peter Rosas, he works for Capcom is tag is a combo fiend was basically like, Hey, you know, you wouldn't, he's like, you know, the X-Men are a mechanic. And so we don't have to put Magneto in the game. We can still have a Magneto style character. Right. And I think that's their strategy. So, so let's deal, get deal. some Inhumans in there. Yeah, that'd be some cool. Black Bolt. How crazy would that be? Yeah, because that's that's Marvel own stuff. Oh yeah. You know the bummer is that uh, Wolverine seemed like a very accessible character. Sorry, Tom. For people to play the game, I mean, it was very much a go-to character for people who don't play the game that much. Wolverine. I mean, yeah. it's a straight super user-friendly. You know, yeah, hand co- hand-to-hand combat. Exactly. Yeah. Got the claws. Can stay low. Can lunge block. a little bit. Exactly. And, yeah. Was a very basic uh, character that I think, and according to Tom, and I totally agree. I'm sure because, I like I said, I watched the Gamora. Uh, um, the Gamora character very much feels like the Deadpool replacement. So I'm yeah. sure there's going to be other clones. So, um, so anyway, so yeah, so Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I'm definitely excited to see the rest of the lineup. I'm excited to play the game when it comes out. Did you ever find out if you ordered it on PS4 or Xbox? PS4. Fuck you. <laughs> but we can still play. The thing is, so my I'll arcade. I'll come over. I got well, 20 weeks of paternity. Well, and my out. arcade stick works on both. So get I can a play PS4. it at your house on Xbox. Huh? Get a PS4. That's actually my plan. Like, usually okay, once the drop starts dropping here, the price, I. When whatchamacallit comes out, uh, Oh god, now I can't remember the name with the the Iron Man suits. What? Iron Man suits. You oh, fucking uh the Mass Effect se- not sequel but by the same studio by BioWare. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the name. Why can't we all need to be on PS4 okay. playing yeah, that game. game we- be sick. Here's the thing. I'm going to finish my basement. Yeah. When I get my entertainment center hooked set up, yeah. I'll get a PS4 because I don't have room for it. I'll but, literally uh, bring my TV to your house so we can play together. <laughs> Marvel. But anyway, to bring it back, like um, Marvel's sick, dude. That game's going to be so much fun. And I am really, really excited. And I'm, I'm excited for it to be like an ancillary fighting game for me because it's going to have similar mechanics to Street Fighter. Um, 
But yeah, I think it's going to be really great. And... I also think that's a super accessible fighting game. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad Arthur is still in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good old Arthur. Good old Arthur. Um, there was some griping about the character models that I want to address. Just sure. because... Um, so they released a lot of the cutscenes at E3. Um, yep. And then... I don't know if they released any new ones at San Diego Comic Con. I think that was mostly um, gameplay reveals. No, they. I mean, they had characters. some cutscene stuff too. But uh, a lot of people have been bitching about the character models, and I, I can't say I disagree, but also it doesn't bother me as much. Yeah. Um, especially in talking with you, Tom, about it. But I can see like, Captain America in the cutscenes very much looks like the Rob Lee filled right. Captain America, which is <laughs> like kind of gross. And that being said, I. And before you and I even talked about it, like I understand why. What, what's your favorite character in Street Fighter that you play with? Ibuki. Ibuki. So she's got it's it's the girl, yeah, right. Yeah. And her she's fate, got I'm... she's got giant hands and feet, right? right? But that's only when you're looking at the character model just standing still. Right. In gameplay, you have to exaggerate those parts right. so you can see hits and blocks and all and movement and all that kind of stuff. Right. What's happened is, in at least in my opinion, is Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite has taken those same models, like the actual gameplay models, yeah. and kind of translated them into the the cutscenes. I think so. And it just like in gameplay, it looks fine, and you really don't notice it that much. Right. In a cutscene where they're standing still and they're conversing with one another right. before you know any sort of action starts, it looks kind of fucked. Yeah, and and I wish I wish I wish two things. I wish they would have fixed it somehow. I mean, because you you can do two different models, right? Have a yeah. cutscene model and then in gameplay model. Um, and generally, like in fighting games, that's kind of how I it think is, you could right? Do, or like you could just make it. I think so. Like I will say, not to defend Capcom, that they probably could have just exaggerated certain features and made the character look good. And it was like some of the gripes, like in Street Fighter, people criticize Ibuki's face a lot, which I get annoyed about because it's like she's a teenage girl. So the fact that you're wanting her to be like sexy and attractive, and you're a 25 year old man, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But um, like so they're like, oh, her face looks fucked up. Okay, maybe that's like human. maybe that's how she looks. Not every human being is perfect. Yeah. Um. But then, like you know, with Chun Li, like her eyes looked a little weird and some shit looked weird, and it's like, well, yeah, you're right, it did. Um. But, like, is the game fun? Like, that's what it comes down to. Is is the game fun? And just because Chun Li looks a little fucky in the cutscenes, like, who plays fighting games for story? Me. Okay. I mean, that's the thing, yeah, but, totally. but I'm not the main audience, right? Though, right. You're not the audience buying, like, like the odds of you buying all the DLC and going to tournaments and right. buying Slim costume packs. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the here's my thing. Like in the cutscenes, I mean, that's still probably, I don't know. I would say people buying the game because they enjoy fighting games, playing them casually on the couch with their friends. And playing through the story mode has got to be at least a quarter of the people that buy the game. Oh, at least probably half. Actually. At least, right? I mean, so, so it's enough of a segment that it can cause a problem. And my thing is, I can get the enhanced, uh, like, or the exaggerated feet yeah. and hands and stuff like that, you know, for the gameplay. Right. What I don't get is why Captain America has the Rob Lee filled chest. You know, like it just looks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's it's a I, I get that it's a minor gripe and it's really all about the gameplay and how the models looking in in uh, in game, and they look awesome so far. But the cutscenes do leave a little something yeah. to be desired. And you'd have to ask the you know I mean that's a question for the art director right like why did you make this choice? Yeah. And I think I think the only gripe I have is that the people complaining the loudest about like Chun Li's face, for example, are the ten percent that play the game competitively. I would I would say that a lot of the people that play the game casually would probably buy the game, go hmm, Chun Li looks a little janky, and then just move on. Yeah, and they probably wouldn't give it a second thought. 
But then the 10% start screaming about it on Reddit and Twitter. And then that those Day people are like, oh my God. And then, then suddenly the people that aren't really plugged in start hearing about it and they cause a problem and they don't buy the game. So I think the vocal minority is damaging it again. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think it, it will be a day one patch. Actually, they announced it at Comic-Con. Um, and see, I'm not even concerned sick. about like facial features and stuff because I just assume that's the artist's rendering on what they look right. like. You know, I don't care if someone looks sexy or not. But when body proportions are wrong, that's when it takes me out a little bit. Mm. You know, just kind of make everything match. You know, make yeah. them look like... I mean, I, I get that they're superheroes and I get that it's a fighting game and I get that it's a video game. Yeah. But... Wrong so, proportions are wrong proportions, just like people bitched about Rob Liefeld's art style in comic books. So right? to be different, to, to combat that with you, I played Cap in the demo a whole bunch, and I didn't notice at all. Yeah, even in the again, cut, and I'm even, sure he's fine. But even, play, well, right? even in the cutscenes, like oh, I just yeah. it, I didn't notice that. But I'm also not an artist, so I'm not looking for that. Right. I bet if I was looking at like still renders, I would be like, oh, okay, that looks a little fucked. But like in the cutscenes, like I don't look for that stuff. So I think it's also just a different eye. Yeah, but anyway, totally. we're getting tight on time. So yeah, real, real quick, let's just talk about. Um, so at San Diego Comic Con, they announced um, some new Telltale series. Yeah. Both of which I'm super fucking excited about. Um, Batman the Telltale series season two comes out. And the Fable sequel. And fucking Wolf Among Us, bitch. Oh, yeah. I am so fucking excited for that shit. Cannot wait for Wolf so, Among Us. First off, uh, Wolf Among Us, um, it didn't surprise me, but it made me very, very happy. Um, there have been rumors about that for quite some time I mean, that they were going to do a sequel season. Kind of surprising. The series has been done for well, over a year a now. And yeah. they, I mean, they could have ended because season one basically was like, if you want to know more, read the fucking comic book. Yeah. Like, that was the last page, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm glad they're going back Dude, to it. I'm so glad. I thought I thought it was the most interesting world yes, of Telltale yes. games. Like it was the most diverse. I agree, hundred percent. Like out of, I mean, I've only played Walking Dead season one. Oh, season two. Um, and then Batman Telltale, uh, Wolf Among Us. Um, there's, I feel like there's one other one that I've Game, played. Did you play Game of Thrones? Game of yes, Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Out of all of those, the one that I had the most fun and felt like my decisions had the most impact on the story Tell was Wolf Among Wolf Us. Among Us yeah. And so I'm so excited that's coming out. Um, Batman Season 2, that was a big shock to me because that just wrapped up late last year. Yeah. I mean, October? November? I mean, it's towards the end of the year. I don't yeah, remember it exactly the end of the where year. It, was, it was Q4 of last year. It just yeah. wrapped up and they've announced season two, which is actually going to start before episode three of Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series, which came out back in May and isn't expecting season or uh, episode three until the end of August, which is kind of like a big delay. They're usually they've been pretty good lately about releasing episodes monthly. Um, but Telltale Batman season two. Um, you're going to obviously continue the story from your first season, but it looks like the Riddler is going to play a big role in it. And then you're also going to get to know, and I think there's going to be some um, um, additional uh, story to quote unquote John Doe, who yeah, is the, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. So I'm super fucking excited about that. Telltale Batman was fucking awesome. Agreed. So, all right, guys. Well, I think we'll wrap up for the week. Uh, next week is collectibles collectibles and john's got a bunch of shit so be sure to tune in thanks for listening this episode has been brought to you by the bohemian brewery located at 94 east fort union boulevard in midvale utah please make sure to like and rate us on itunes be sure to check out our friends through being cool we'll catch you guys next week